feel like we should we should like just talk about the Budokan box a little bit, just like what it is, what it represents, and kind of how crazy it is that it's coming out, right? Uh, I think we learned after it was announced that this is really not not even the project of like Columbia Records or like the regular Bob Dylan camp, but rather I think like the Sony Japan division, right? Who is putting this out as a huge Mondo LP and CD set over there in Japan specifically with every fucking thing imaginable and tons of beautiful booklets and and art reproductions and stuff like that. And you can get some of that here in the States and digitally, obviously it's going to be available, but it's not like a, I think there's a reason it's not a bootleg series release, right? It's, it's Bob Dylan, the complete Budokan 1978. And it's, it's coming out in America, but it wasn't necessarily the same thing that like fragments was last year. Right. Yeah. And it's appropriate for this album because the original Bob Dylan at Budokan album was only intended to be released in Japan. It was like part of the stipulation for him playing these shows in in, uh, Tokyo and Osaka. It was like 11 shows. His first uh, excursion into Japan was that he would also put out this record that was exclusive to the Japanese market. And then, of course, it ended up being this like hugely popular import release. So what had been released in Japan, it was in August of 78 that it was released in uh, Japan, ended up coming out in America, I believe it was April of 1979. Yeah. So, and Bob Dylan has said that, like, he, it seems like he was, he had some regrets, maybe, about this being a big, kind of wide-release record, because he said after the fact that he felt like this wasn't representative of the band that he was playing with during this time. It right. just ended up being that uh, because it was recorded. I wonder to what degree that was colored by the uh, polarized reaction to this record when it came out. I mean, it's fascinating with this album because I, I know for myself, like when I first started you know, reading about not just Bob Dylan, but just about music in general, uh, as a teenager in the early 90s, like reading various music books, this not only was considered like the worst Bob Dylan record, it was considered like one of the worst like live records <laughs> of all time. Like I remember reading uh, the Rolling Stone record guide and they had this rating system where it was like one through five stars. And then below one star, they had this like weird little black box it was like a weird little black square that was reserved for like records that didn't even warrant one star the punishment zone like the 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 solitary like yeah it was like and and i believe like when you look in the book they have like the rating system explained and the way they explained it was if you got like a little black box it was like this record shouldn't even be released. Like it's it's a worthless record. And that was the rating afforded to Bob Dylan at Budokan. Come on. So, you know, I know for myself, I didn't listen to this record for the longest time because every book I read just talked about how terrible it was. And then at some point that becomes sort of like a perverse endorsement of the album. And look, you guys know this better than anyone having the Jokerman mindset that sometimes the things that the previous generation dismisses ends up being the thing that is attractive to a younger generation because it's like, well, this can be ours because it's been dismissed by 
the older people. And Bob Dylan at Budokan, I think more than any other Bob Dylan album was like ready for that kind of acceptance. And, uh, you know, I think that you can make a legitimate case for this album being like very interesting. And I, I think there's like some legitimate, brilliant moments on it. I do think there's also some like, moments i would not defend at all like i'll I'll say i'll I'll just throw this out there i think the maggie's farm on the original at budokan album like induces mania in my brain every time it's on like that 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 just goes forever and like yeah it's it's terrible but you know this box set is fascinating because there are moments on this box set like a lot of it is just repeating. It's like different versions of songs that are on the record, but there are songs that aren't on Budokan that I'm like, man, like why didn't it make it? And I'll just say this right away. I think the masterpiece of the box set are the two versions of Girl from the North Country. Mm, mm-hmm. and, and we'll talk about this because this also appears in the Charlotte show. But the version of that song on Budokan, I'm like, why didn't this make the record? Like, that is so beautiful. Like, basically just Bob and Alan Pasqua, the the keyboardist on this tour, who I think is a real, for me, early Roman King contender. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So beautiful. And it's an example of, like, a less crazy reimagining of his songs. Like, it it's a total revamping of the song, but it's appropriate and it works and it's brilliant. And it's like, Oh, this should have been on the actual record. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it's amazing that this box set exists because it shows like how the canon of Bob Dylan has been totally remade in the last like 10, 15 years. And you can in see the last it, uh, three years. Well, even like, well, yeah, yeah, we'll give Jokerman some credit for that. But, you know, like the, just like the bootleg series records that have reconsidered his Christian era and reconsidered his 80s period and reconsidered that 69 to 71 self-portrait era. And it just is like, oh, yeah, there's like all this music from that time that wasn't maybe spotlighted in the moment that recontextualizes how people look at that stuff. I don't think this Budokan box set is as dramatic as those other yeah. box sets, but if you're a fanatic like we are, there's still enough on there that makes it of interest to check out, I think. Yeah, definitely. For for me, the Budokan thing, like there are two uh, like statements about it that I can make that are like sort of competing and sort of at odds with one another. And the first is it's fucking amazing that this Budokan box set exists. And like, I can't believe that I can't believe I'm living in a world where that has happened. Uh, especially after, you know, years and years of this being put upon is just the most heinous possible recording ever. When we did our initial episodes about this, I remember we talked at length about the all music review about this record, which that was for, for me, Stephen, exactly what the Rolling Stone guide review was to you. Like, I always, this was always just sitting there in the middle of the Bob Dylan discography with like a one star or two star ranking or something in all music. And I was like, I'm never going to touch it. It can't be, can't be worth listening to. And then as soon as I finally actually started listening to it, I was like, holy shit, this is everything that I wanted out of a Bob Dylan record. I can't believe anyone would ever say this is shit. 
Um, so it's incredible that it exists. And at the same time, it like there are a couple incredible songs that we're getting first kind of glimpses at here, you know, especially in this hi-fi, it sounds great, um, kind of quality. It's not, it's not like a revelatory document, I would say, right? Because it's really, it's 60 songs long. It's two shows. The shows are almost identical from top to bottom. And most of both shows are what we have already had on the initial Budokan double LP release, which, I mean, that wasn't a short record by any means. It was 20, 25 songs, something like that. So, um, a lot of this is stuff that we have seen before and the couple songs that we haven't seen before, again, in this like hi-fi and beautiful quality here, totally make it worth it. Um, but it isn't like completely, yeah, rewriting the story here the way that another self-portrait did or the way that uh, Trouble No More did, I think.